If you want to step up your grill game, you know who to call. Our pals at Gridiron Metalworks. The defense. Let's talk about it. MarkVintage.com. Retro, soft, comfortable t-shirts from a Purdue family. Check them out. Mom, thanks for watching. When you look over on the offensive side of the ball, obviously you see immense amount of explosive potential with all those weapons. Weapons all over the field, as we talked about the other day. Check out the most recent quick cast if you want to see a brief synopsis of Rondell Moore and all the receivers and all the other weapons that will be coming into play for your Boilermakers in the next few weeks. But on the defensive side of the ball, Purdue returns a lot of players, has some interesting stories, and has some things to watch as well. Let's talk a little bit about the guys who returned this year from last year's two deeps. At cornerback, the returning guys are Mackie, Smiley, and Allen, of course. And Allen might get to play a little bit more of his natural position, cornerback. He had to play safety quite a bit last year due to injuries. Um, he'll probably still play some safety this year, and he'll play nickel package. But Cam Allen is a guy that I love to watch, and he's really exciting player, great athlete, great instincts, great athleticism. Uh, at safety, Purdue has maybe the best group on the field, the best positional room on the field, because you start right away with Jalen Graham and Corey Trice, who showed just flashes of brilliance last year. And then you've got Thieneman, who rounds out that group, a fifth year, who has been around for a long time, and they have a lot of experience. They played in almost every game last year. I think they played in every game, except for Thieneman, who had a little bit of an injury. Uh, the defensive backfield is pretty loaded starting right away. And then on top of those guys with experience, you can add Giovanni Howard, the Juco transfer, as well as DJ Johnson, the Iowa transfer, who I'll talk about in a minute. He's a guy that will definitely see the field right away. He'll probably be a starter in that corner group right away. The defensive ends, as you know, are loaded. You've got big George Karloftis, and Derek Barnes, these guys are very, very important to Purdue's system. They're going to make this thing go, and they really started making a big difference toward the end of the season last year, getting to the quarterback more and more. I look for big things, of course, from Carl Loftus and Barnes both. Um, then you have Fasiecki, who was moved into action probably a little bit early, but he'll play a significant role again this year. Um, in, the, in the trenches, you've got Dean uh, Lawrence Johnson, Jack Sullivan, Watts, and Neal. And Neal is such a big deal. You can't discount a guy that draws double teams all the time. And having him back is going to be very, very big for Purdue. Um, obviously, figuratively and literally, Neal is a big presence. He's a guy that matters to Purdue. He's a great run stopper. Uh, the question is, he's see, what he's doing is he's really trying to pre- play into the N- NFL. He's trying to get enough tape there where... He shows that his motor is consistent. So I look for Neil to have a big season, a good season. Some slightly bad news uh, from Golden Black. Uh, Yesterday they said that uh, Neil is still not 100%, and they're trying to get him in the position where he's in game shape. shape. That's what Coach Brom said. So that's a bit discouraging. It's not the end of the world, but a bit discouraging. Um, Still, having Neil there, even for part of the snaps, would be a big deal, and I think he'll be healthy by the beginning of the season. Remember, we're three weeks away right now. 
Linebacker position is probably the hardest one to uh, get excited about when you look what they're on paper. There's just not a lot of experience returning. You have Alexander. He's really the guy. And that's a that's a hard thing. You have some guys that are going to come in. They're going to they're going to play into the the picture almost right away. You'll have newcomers really being an important part of this linebacker core. But those linebackers, how they develop, what we see come from them is going to define a lot of the defense's success this year. And um, Purdue's really going to need some guys to come right away, right out of the box, be very, very good and ready to play. And I see an immense amount of opportunity because of this, because of the fact that there's so little experience on the field in that line, linebacker core. Um, you may see some creative things. You may see Jalen Graham moved up towards the line of scrimmage. Um, and you may see some uh, true freshmen playing. You're going to see a Juco guy starting probably right away, which I'll talk about here in a minute. But the linebacker core is one that has big, big question marks. So we've talked about the experience. Let's talk about the newcomers. So the, the guys that I see as being newcomers of the year, there's there's a couple that I see. Uh, they're on my radar. I don't know if, uh, you know, some of this is just prediction. But one of them, a surefire guy, if the NCAA can sign the waiver for DJ Johnson, he will make big noise for our Boilermakers. He will play a lot. He can do a lot of different things. He played safety and corner at Iowa. He started four games. Uh, he was a redshirt freshman last year. Coming out of high school, he was a three or a four star, depending on which recruiting magazine you're reading. And he chose Iowa over Notre Dame, Purdue, and some others. He's out of Indianapolis. He's about 5'11", 185 pounds, good size, um, very, very good speed. And he can move in space really well, reads the ball really well. Um, but he's going to make an impact if the NCAA gets off their rear end and signs the waiver, which he's in a situation coming from Iowa that had the race problems that clearly if they are going to sign waivers and allow guys to move around for lesser reasons, he should have been an open shut case. He should be signed very soon. Brom is confident that he will uh, get the waiver very, very soon. Another guy that I see who has uh, potential right away to be the newcomer of the year, of course, is Demarcus Mitchell. Demarcus Mitchell is a JUCO transfer. He had verbaled to uh, Louisiana Tech and then ended up landing, thankfully, at Purdue. Um, he's a 6'4", uh, 255-pound linebacker um, out of Southwest Mississippi Community College. He's... Um, he, he's a guy who hits really hard, and I think he'll start right away. And obviously, when you have this potential that Purdue does where they just have so much of a need at the linebacker position, when there's a void, it's got to be filled by somebody. And I think this is one of the guys, Mitchell, and a couple other guys I'm going to talk about here in a second, um, have big potential to play right away and play a significant role right away. Another guy that I think could be the newcomer of the year is a true freshman named uh, Ben Kryle. Uh, it's spelled, it looks like cruel, K-R-E-U-L. Uh, he's out of Wisconsin. Um, Kryle had... Uh, offers from Nebraska and Iowa State, a couple schools. Well, Nebraska used to know defense, but Iowa State still does. And he was on their radar. He's a uh, he's a guy that when I watch his videos from high school, when I watch his his highlights, reminds me a lot of Marcus Bailey. Very instinctual guy. Tremendous, tremendous vision. He can catch anything too if it's thrown his way. If if uh, if a quarterback misses, doesn't see him sitting there um, in his zone. They're in big trouble because he'll catch about anything. Catch the ball over his head really well. He played tight end on offense in high school. This is a guy that I think can make big impact and I think will as an inside linebacker. 
Uh, finally, one more that could make impact and be on the field right away. He's a little bit undersized. He's the uh, the the UConn transfer, uh, Tyler uh, Coyle. Um, he has potential right away because of his experience as a as a um, as a starting football player, college football player. He's going to see the field, I think, almost certainly right away. Who knows if some of the freshmen will come in, like Cryo will come in and start moving that thing around? Because you've got a lot of talented freshman linebackers that are coming in and have potential to play a lot as the season progresses. When we look at the, the guys that are going to get recognition nationally and in the conference, of course, my All-American watch list is pretty short for the Purdue defense. It's George Karloftis. Big George is a guy that he's on everybody's radar. He, he, was, he was super active last year. Um, he did exactly what you thought he would do as a highly touted recruit. He came in, made impact right away. He'll continue to play great. I'm confident of that. Great motor, great work ethic. George Karloftis will be in Offensive coordinators' nightmares as they prepare for Purdue. On the all Big Ten watch list, this is just my opinion here. I think Barnes on the other side of the defensive end position, he will be, uh, he will wreak havoc. He's a different player than Karloftis, obviously, but he has a lot of experience, been playing since he was a freshman. I think Lorenzo Neal will be on a lot of teams' radar and may get an all conference spot at the end of the year if he can stay healthy. Trice and Graham, both these guys are Big Ten bodies, as you saw last year. They have a lot of tools, a lot of athleticism. Great instincts. I see both of them kind of flirting with all-conference honors. I don't know if they'll get there this year, but I think they'll be very, very good again. DJ Johnson, if again, with the waiver, I think he could be all-conference. I think Diedrich Mackey could be all-conference just because it's another guy with tons and tons of reps who's gotten better incrementally every year. I think he'll get better again this year. And finally, you guys know, if you've been watching QuickCast for a long time, Cam Allen is a guy that I just really, really like, and I could see him being an all-conference watch list type of guy. Question, all these questions, how good the players will be, really comes down to how good will Bob Diaco's system be? How much buy-in will there be? And I talked about that last week in the quick cast, and it's still going to be something that I wonder about until I actually see this team on the field. The good news is having the longer offseason gave uh, the players more of a chance to have meetings with Diaco, get to know him, get to know his, uh, his system, and it gave Diaco some time to really get to know the talent that's in place. The question is, will these guys be ready for Diaco's system? Will they buy in? Will they fit in? And will those linebackers grow up quickly? That's Those are huge question marks. But at the same time, there's a lot of reason to be hopeful. It's going to be a very active defense if you watch Diaco's old defenses. Let's hope, let's hope this has shades of what the Notre Dame Diaco defense had years and years ago um, where they just played a, with reckless abandon and were tough to understand where they were coming from with lots of different looks. I'm positive Diaco will plug, plug in different looks, 3-4, three, 4-3, four, four, three, like we've talked about. I think this will be really, really fun. The real question is, how quickly will those linebackers grow up and grow into their roles? Because they're going to be important to Diaco. Thanks for tuning in today. Get out and enjoy this beautiful fall weather. Have a great day, and God bless you. Hammer down. BS all the time. When you're in Lafayette, you know the place to go to get the best pub fare and 20 beers on tap. Of course, it's AJ's, eatajs.com.